What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Girls with Goals with your hosts, Anne Catherine and Caroline. Healthy lifestyle non-negotiables. We've done a lot of like healthy lifestyle lists throughout the years of this podcast, and I love doing them. One, because there are core ones that stay relevant through every single list. And two, there are ones that pop up that are fun. And we always get to ask you guys what are what's on your healthy lifestyle non-negotiables list or what's on your whatever list that we do. And it's one, fun to like reiterate the things that we know are core values and foundational for everyone. But two, really fun to see what people's specific interests and you know, needs are within the healthy lifestyle space. So we took to Instagram at Girls Schools Pod. Make sure you're following so you don't miss any other polls or questions or like double take submissions. But we asked you guys what your healthy lifestyle non-negotiables were. And so we're going to go through some of the most popular ones and some of the most not surprising, but ones that maybe weren't on our list that are really interesting to talk about and just see how these lists kind of differ for everyone in some senses. Yeah, I like when you said reiterate. I think it's a good time to reiterate it now that we're one month into the new year. You know, maybe a little bit less of that motivation of the newness of a new year, a new season of everybody buzzing about the new habits and what their healthy lifestyle is going to look like. Now it's like, okay, what are the actual non-negotiables that have stuck in your lives or that we see as the most important things. I know we talk about habits in a lot of our other episodes. We break down the habit loop of, you know, the cue, routine, reward, go listen to a more specific habit episode. We have a few of those if you're interested in learning more about that. But there are always these keystone habits that kind of feel like they anchor your life and they're much more easy to build off of than maybe other habits are and so I think that's what a lot of these healthy lifestyle non-negotiables are they're like what are those non-negotiable things in your life that make the biggest impact and also kind of set the trajectory for other healthy habits in your life or just ones I think with non-negotiables it goes down to the the core ones because there are of course a million habits that you can implement and a million things you can do in the context of a healthy lifestyle but there are ones that are just kind of fun and interesting and like hobby almost ones to do and then there are ones that are like really core they almost seem so basic but are the ones that genuinely make a difference and take you from like an average sedentary like basic lifestyle to one that's like really serving you and energizing you and making you a healthier version of yourself and those ones are never the complex fad trending ones like I you know the tart cherry juice thing going around tiktok I bought tart cherry juice like it's sold out at all the Whole Foods but if you say I'm gonna be healthy like I'm gonna go I'm gonna go buy tart cherry juice because it I heard it's it's a good thing to sleep like it the whatever it the vitamins and minerals are in that will help you sleep better if you say oh this is what all the healthy healthy people are doing these days like I want to be healthy this is what I'm gonna start no you start with you start with the walk you start with drinking water you start with making your plate colorful and like eating vegetables and that those core ones are the ones that are really going to take you into the healthy lifestyle or like solidify and they're the foundation of a healthy lifestyle you know the tart cherry juice to help you sleep so sick so cool that you can for lack of a better word cherry pick the extra (laughs) habits and the fun ones that you want to do just to like spice up your life and make it more interesting and you know build and expand that healthy lifestyle but that fun habit isn't the one that's going to take you from unhealthy to healthy it's the core non-negotiable habits yeah and in that scenario the core non-negotiable habit is getting good sleep and then maybe you find these smaller micro habits like maybe drinking tartary juice or taking magnesium or reading a book before bed that spill into what that overall non-negotiable healthy habit is 
I would say as you're listening to this episode, if you hear things and you're like, oh my God, that's so basic. I already do that in my life. Then props to you, right? That just tells you like, oh, this is having so much more of an effect on my life than I thought it was. Or maybe you know the significance of it. And then you can just celebrate that you've been consistent with that and that that is something that is part of your healthy lifestyle. And then if you're listening to this and you're like, wow, this is kind of overwhelming. There's a lot of things here that I don't do to hear that these are all non-negotiables is is kind of making my head spin because I'm not doing any of these. These are all keystone habits that you can choose one of them and it's going to make it so much easier for you to do the others. So don't think that if you aren't doing all of these already that you have to go overnight, try to implement all of these. Maybe choose one or two that are most applicable to your lifestyle that excite you the most. And once you start there, you're going to feel all those effects and you're going to feel like your life is is so much more healthy and so much more energized. And then it's going to be easier to pick up the rest until all of a sudden all of these are non-negotiables in your life, too. So before we get into this list of non-negotiables that we have come up with, with your help, let's do our highs, lows and goals of the week. My high of the week. Last night we went to a family dinner and it was like our parents, our family friends and like a couple other parents. And we were the only kids. It was like four four couples we're the only kids because obviously all the kids are out and about like at school they're they're working in other places we happen to be home for the weekend and they're like do you guys want to come and we're like absolutely i want to come will there be a kid's table for us um no we we sat at the grown-ups table it was was so sick um it was so cool cool. (laughs) but we ended up having a conversation at like our our end of the dinner table and we got into the podcast and all the like analytics and the marketing and like the business side of it and it's really I love when people are genuinely interested in this stuff because when we don't talk about it a lot, um, even with our best friends who like love and support the podcast, like it's really hard for people who aren't in this space or like aware of it in any sense to grasp what actually goes into this. We were, one of our friends was asked us like, oh, I want to start a podcast with my friends. We're like, that's so sick. Like this, what was we got to do? We're having a conversation about like how to get started. What's the best, best strategy for it. And he's like, oh wait you edit your podcast like do I have to, do I have to edit it do I have to do, do I have to do this oh what if we do, what if I don't want to like put my name on it and what and like I mean you don't have to edit it but you know when you're talking you maybe pause maybe you stutter like that's what we go through and take out so it's a smooth listening process you know when we upload it our names are on the podcast like this is our piece of work this is our thing we post about it you know we share it that's how it goes out to other people that's how it gets traction like there's so many different factors that go into it and then there is like the business deals like where are we posting this how are we posting this who what platform are we using to to post all of this stuff and um of course there's like analytics and you guys hear the ad reads like there's the business side that goes into that and just the part of like what are we going to talk about how are we going to talk about how are we going to make this good how are we going to make this something that you guys want to listen to and actually care about there's so much more that goes into it it's really fun when people like genuinely you can see it clicking and you can actually have a conversation and so we were having this last night we we're like explaining kind of what we do and then they were um the people we were talking to were like genuinely asking questions like oh my god that's so cool this like a targeted direct question well, asking follow-up questions like follow-up questions and i'm sitting there like oh my god like they they genuinely <laughs> care about that like they care about this they're getting it like they actually want to know more which is so interesting when we're normally kind of hesitant to talk about that stuff so that was really sick i love it's just like i mean we'll talk about this in next week's episode which is relationships but feeling respected and feeling like people are genuinely interested and care about what you do. It's pretty cool. So that was my high of the week. Just to add on as a similar high that sparked a thought in my mind. So uh, this won't be very long because it was a very similar scenario, but I ended up talking to a professor of mine about the podcast and what I do on social media as well, which like you guys know you're going to have varying relationships with different professors. Sometimes you just sit there and you listen to them lecture and then sometimes you can 
develop much more personal relationships with people. And so it always is like a gamble of whether I'm going to like share the details of my personal life and like the podcast that we've built and social media with a professor, with my classmates or not. Most of the time I feel like I don't unless I feel like I'm like have a relationship with a professor and it feels applicable it feels way more vulnerable because we are connecting with you guys so much deeper than if someone like ran a business and like had yeah. a clothing brand you know what I mean we're like sitting here talking to you and I know you got, yeah. you're not like sitting on the other side of the table but it does feel like we're talking directly to you guys individually yeah. and so it feels a lot more personal if you exactly. are to share it and that's why you get I don't know I get more hesitant to like talk about it because yeah. I I feel like it's not only my personal like ooh business that I'm doing, but I'm also like, ooh, this is like a more vulnerable thing. Yeah. I'm sharing your experience, you, you yeah. as in like you guys listening, as well as my experience on this other end. And so that's yeah. why it makes it a lot more difficult to share that with other people and a lot more difficult when people don't get it because it feels like a, a personal dig. You're like, no, you don't get it. Like we're sitting here, like we have this whole community and this whole thing that we that we talk about and do and it actually like yeah. It helps us. It helps you guys. It's so sick. And exactly. that's my high. That that when other people care about it, I'm like, oh my God, yeah. this is this is huge. Yeah. So in I mean in this scenario, it's like it feels very vulnerable to share it with someone because I don't want to open myself up to judgment about it because it is something that's so personal to us that we're so proud of the community that we've built around it. But it's like I'm telling the, my fifty year old male professor and he's like well, it sounds female focused. Like I, w- I would love to look. Are you okay with like a man like looking at your stuff and stuff? I'm like, <laughs> yeah, like of course I am. You know, my my dad's on Instagram. I see stuff. But I I felt really comfortable because this professor, the first day of class, immediately when he opened, was like very open about having ADHD and like having mental health struggles his whole life. And he kind of gave us this whole spiel of like, I understand that you guys are all individual people, so never hesitate to come to me. Like if you need help with something, if you're struggling with something, like he was a very very understanding guy and he was very vulnerable himself so because of that I was like wow I feel like we can have some common ground because I also get somewhat vulnerable about health and mental health online Mm -hmm. and so that was like a cool connection of like oh when somebody else kind of presents that it makes you feel so much comfortable kind of talking about your own stuff and sharing that as well so that was just like a pretty nice connection and conversation that I made this week oh wait I just thought of another low of the week so one of my lows of the week is I feel like I'm literally developing a stutter and I'm getting dumber and by the day you're claiming that I'm you're claiming really it manifesting that in your I life you've been saying it for months now I said this um I had one not it wasn't a bad thing but I feel like I've adopted podcast speaking habits to to real life because on the podcast like we're talking to you guys but we're also just like talking to talk and talking talking to to ourselves and we're also talking to each other when I'm talking right now I'm not thinking about what I'm saying right now I'm thinking about the next sentence I'm gonna say you know and just like thinking ahead while also trying to talk and then that's a strategy for talking but it doesn't work when you're talking to someone else in in the real life and I feel like I keep tending to do that and I'm talking and I'm trying to say something about like a project I'm working on in the class with my group and I'm thinking like four sentences out and then it balls me up in the sentence I'm actually saying and then I'm like oh I just I just fumbled I just <laughs> fumbled that sentence right there and one day I went like for a walk we went shopping with one of my friends and I was like oh my god I am getting dumber by the day like I can't speak anymore and he's like oh that is giving me real tough because like you do have a podcast and I was like, yes this is the problem I start speaking in podcast in real life and it just doesn't it doesn't hit work the same it's crazy but my low of the week is that I haven't been getting enough steps because I'm I'm just busier than I was and even like living in a city of course when I'm in Boston like naturally if I go to the gym and back that's five five five. five thousand steps 
call it 5,000 steps. And I'm not going into the office more than like once or twice a week. But I used to be doing that every day and I used to be getting getting a million and a half steps and I used to love it and just like feel part of the movement piece is just like you feel like your body is not stagnant. Yeah. And the, the lack of steps that I've been taking so, like, comparatively fluid. is I don't feel Active. energized. I don't feel like move. I don't know how to describe it, but when you, you know, when you finish a walk and you're like, oh, I feel like everything in my body is like awake and ready to rumble you know but when you don't go for a walk you're like ooh, it's not just a little a little sluggish these days and i need to get my steps up my low of the week without getting too graphic is that i keep getting hives and i don't know why and this has been going on for a little while now and it's not necessarily every day but somehow i don't know if it's like winter and it's dryness but i'm moisturized like i'm really good at like i put body oil on i'm moisturized i like to keep my skin smooth. are you allergic to it maybe no because it's vitamin not e? like a consistent thing maybe i should check ingredients but it's like i kind of use different products i don't do it every day and no matter what i do this this still does keep happening whereas like i was getting like a month ago I was getting hives on my neck like my neck just kept getting itchy and splotchy and I was like what's going on and now since I've been back in school there's a few nights where I've literally woken up in the middle of the night and like my arms or my legs or my hands like my hands a lot too which it being on my hands makes me think that it might be something that I'm rubbing into my skin because yeah. it'll be on the palm of my hands too it might just be some so random like essential like oil ingredient. or like yeah I'm allergic to vitamin E on my skin, yeah. especially on my face. So I need to figure that out. Like it's not it's every like triethyl day. something. Yeah. They they get you with the big names. Mm. But my skin's the been chemical so sensitive. names. And like I've literally woken up in the middle of the night and lost sleep because of this a couple of times. Uh, and it's bothering me. It's been like a month, and I just keep I keep getting itchy. Sorry. My goal for the week is to get more steps and go on dedicated walks because I think that's the thing not going on dedicated walks was totally fine for me like six months ago because I was naturally active during the day but now I'm not as naturally active during the day like I don't get my steps in just because I'm existing as much anymore and so I think having a dedicated walk is going to be helpful for me which also I need to get back on my shit of like early morning workouts so that space clears up during the day where I can go for leisurely yeah. walk I gotta I gotta figure my shit out with being able to wake up early and also still have my brain turned on for my night classes. Mm -hmm. That's what's really getting me. Yeah. Having to having to be brain active at 9 p.m. Not for me. Yeah. My goal this week is to read my book every night or at least most nights. I've been reading the book A Little Life, which has been highly I recommended. I think I like this I little life. I, literally every time I look at the cover, I'm like, I think I like this little life. But it's not that. It's, it's quite a heavy book it's definitely one that I want to pay attention to and focus to and I've been reading it kind of on and off because just my life has gotten a lot busier the past month I haven't been reading as much or like as big batches at a time as I typically would and I don't want to stretch this book way too long because I want to be in it and I want to appreciate it because a lot of people have super highly recommended this book and are always like oh my god I wish it was my first time reading that again so I don't want to lose the experience of a good first time reading this book so i i want to read some more this week and and really focus on it before we get into the episode make sure you are following at girls goals pod on instagram and tiktok adding katherine kaneen instagram and tiktok at carolyn kaneen instagram and tiktok all the links are linked below including our merch link if you want an impress yourself hoodie or beanie or the bundle Fuck it, bundle. Fuck it, get Fuck the it bundle. merch bundle. <laughs> and if you're following at Girls with Goals Pod and our personals, then you're never going to miss a double take submission or us asking you questions. And you guys heavily inspired this episode because we opened a question box up on our Instagram asking for your healthy lifestyle non negotiables. And that's really what guided this episode was looking at what the majority of you guys said was your number one thing. 
And then what we want to do is break down those most popular ones and like why is that actually healthy for your life and why would we consider that a non-negotiable? And then we also, like Catherine said in the beginning, have a few more that were a little bit more unique or a little bit more specific that might not be like a non-negotiable for the masses, but might be a great idea for some of you if it feels applicable to your life. And what better place to start than with a daily walk because that is the one that Encatha needs to bring back. I think daily walk, there are two aspects of it that are really important. One is just enough steps so you get your body like moving and grooving and flowing. Whatever stage of the day it is, it's just like fun and energizing and that movement will carry you throughout. This is what people say, movement is important. It's not, I have to go lift X amount of pounds. It's not, I have to go like run X amount of miles. Like get the fuck up and move because that's going to make you feel energized. It's going to make you feel refreshed. It gets everything moving and flowing. Like how many times you've been on a walk and you're like, Ooh, my digestion is suddenly kicked in. Like (laughs) if you didn't walk, that likely wouldn't have happened. Like it just gets your moving, gets your body right. Yeah. Get your bodies right move move (laughs) yeah i think uh a healthy lifestyle non-negotiable to me is one that is going to impact your physical and mental health at the same time that's what a lot of these big ones are going to do when it comes to a daily walk one of my this is my second part of it this is my second part of it part one was get moving because that's the end all be all's like move point blank period part two a dedicated daily walk is a chunk like 30 minutes to an hour it's like a dedicated time where you are like in the zone like that's what you're doing you know what I mean it's not oh I of course steps are great but if you are just like oh I walked to the living room and back like 10 times throughout the day and like that thousand steps to the living room you have a massive house (laughs) but if you're if you're like counting steps and being like oh I took three steps here and like 10 steps here and like throughout the day that added up to my 10,000 steps 10,000 steps random ass number it's it's nice to have a benchmark but like 10,000 steps doesn't really mean anything it just means oh you you moved more than you know the average like sedentary person did but a dedicated walk is the mental the mental aspect that's where the mental aspect clicks and so when it comes to walking obviously there are huge physical benefits to that like it is cardio at the end of the day especially if you know you're hitting a brisk walk if you're that's why you you, that's why you need the chunk of time your step then that is going to be really helpful to boost your cardio health it's going to strengthen your muscles and your bones a bit because you're getting your body moving. It's like, you know, you're you're grinding the gears. And also, I think that when it comes to uh, an active lifestyle, it's really, really important to raise the baseline of activity of your lifestyle before you get into a more specific workout routine. Because if you're starting more sedentary if you're starting like you haven't really made time for activity in your life then the first step is not necessarily to go from couch to gym it's probably to go from couch to going for a walk every day couch to playing some tennis playing you know throwing some basketball hoops with your <laughs> throwing friends, some basketball throwing hoops, some with basketball hoops with your friends. <laughs> like it is to raise that baseline activity. y'all want to throw some basketball okay. hoops later <laughs> shoot some hoops with your with the bros okay oh my god oh <laughs> Someone someone clip that. I got to send it to my friends. And so a daily walk every day is one of the best ways that you can raise your baseline activity lifestyle. And then it is a chunk of time every day that is so good for your mental health. It is so good for your mental health, whether you are listening to something, you know, just music or a podcast or whether you are just alone with your own thoughts and the sounds of nature and whatever 
it's just a dedicated time to like do nothing else. You're not distracted by a screen and a phone. You're not distracted by other responsibilities. And that's a lot of the time when I kind of work through thoughts in my head naturally. It's not like I'm going out for a walk and I'm like, I'm going to go for a walk and I'm going to think about this thing that happened and I'm going to work it out in my head. But it's just naturally when I get my body moving, when I'm getting fresh air, when I'm outside, a lot of the time that's when my brain just starts really working and thinking. It can almost feel like a personal therapy session or it might be when I get really creative ideas and it sparks that inspiration. Mm-hmm. There's something about it that is just mentally so good and gets the gets the brain moving. It also just takes your mind off things. Our dad had like three meniscus tear knee surgery situations over the summer and until now and he just started really going for long walks and doing more intense exercise. Because before he was like, oh, I'm gonna go for, we'd be walking the dog. He's like, I'm gonna go for a run. He runs for four steps and he's like, whew. Good day today. And, <laughs> like, and dad, got really like, he's like in. an Iron Man dude. Like he's super fit, but he's, you know, he had these surgeries and it really had um, him down for the count. And so we're, we're walking the other day and he goes, oh, just walk normally. <laughs> nothing wrong. Like he's, he's like reminding himself. He's like, oh, nothing to see here. Like just walk normally. No stress. Like don't overthink it. Just walk normally. Cause that's what his PT told him. He's like, <laughs> oh, just walk normally. Like the entire walk. He's like, just walk normally. Like nothing to see here. No stress. We're just walking normally. <laughs> because he keeps like coddling he had two on his left side he had his right and then his left and then his left again and so i think he's really favoring or like coddling the the, his left leg when he's walking and like low-key giving himself a limp and the pt is like don't overthink it like you're doing this to yourself yeah just just walk normally normally. and so i said that he should he should go for a walk and like put a podcast on so that he focuses on the podcast and like focuses on something else and i think that is really helpful whether it's music whether it's a podcast whatever works for you while you're walking to like kind of zone out and take a take a meditation break what a lot of you guys also said on top of a daily walk because a daily walk is probably one of the most popular answers but a lot of you guys on top of that said daily nature and that can look like a daily walk outside but I liked that a lot of you guys said daily nature you know connecting with nature a little bit in one way or another which is going to look different depending on where you live because it's a bit harder to do in a city but even in Boston we have parks around us there's the Charles River it's pretty easy for us to get to the Esplanade and walk by the water so it's like it's not inaccessible to see nature every day and I really like that a lot of you guys said that because connecting with nature it's such a grounding thing and I don't even mean like you got to go outside and garden but just literally being outside like touch some grass see some trees like it doesn't have to be that intense but it's so stress reducing it really puts things into perspective in your life like if you're feeling any sort of stress you're feeling any sort of anxiety or it's preventative for you to not feel those things if you're you know consistently getting some nature it's just really healing in that way and it also provides some opportunities for exercise because at the end of the day a daily walk is great exercise or maybe you're taking it into a hike or maybe you're going for a bike ride outside or maybe you're going swimming in a lake or the ocean if it's the summer like whatever you do in nature just naturally is an opportunity for exercise and to be more active at the same time do you want to learn a new language maybe for an upcoming trip maybe to better connect with friends who speak other languages maybe you just want a new skill rosetta stone is going to help get you there When talking about Rosetta Stone, I always think about when we were maybe five years old and our dad started traveling to China for work. He used Rosetta Stone for Mandarin and obviously Carolyn and I would use it too, especially when we found out that we were going to move to Asia. That is such a core memory for me and I can so vividly remember speaking into the computer 
listening to the audio and like matching it so vividly. And the best thing about Rosetta Stone is that Rosetta Stone offers a lifetime membership. So you can buy the program now and get forever access to all the lessons, all the languages, forever. So I've been using this lifetime membership to pick back up my Mandarin and let me tell you Rosetta Stone is incredible. The way that it is so immersive has me back to being confident in my Mandarin so quickly and you can even start from scratch. Of course they have 25 languages to learn and it's immersive. You learn it naturally and you should definitely check it out. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Girls with Goals listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. If you're in college or high school and are looking to build your credit up, then the Ambition Card by College Ave is for you. This is a card that helps you safely build a positive credit history while you are in college. We talk a lot about financial literacy and making sound financial decisions. Cue literally every conversation we've had on dupes and making smart finance decisions ever. And building a solid credit history helps so much, especially when you can get ahead while you're in college. The Ambition Card helps you prepare for post-grad living with no late fees, no interest charges, and no credit check to qualify. Making payments on time will help positively impact and build your credit score. The Ambition Card is specifically designed to help you, not hurt you, and you may not realize how important building a positive credit history while in college is right now, but I promise once you've graduated and are looking into renting your own apartment, opening a new credit card, starting a business, asking for a loan for anything, car insurance, getting a new car, your credit history sticks with you and has the opportunity to get you good deals and loans in the future if it's good, which is why I think this Ambition Card is such an amazing opportunity to get ahead of building your credit and start strong. It's easy to get started. You can transfer money to your account and even set your own spending limit too. You've got money goals and the Ambition Card will help get you there. Check it out at ambitioncard.com. The Ambition Card is issued by Evolved Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Results may vary. Credit history is impacted by a number of factors. I was kind of surprised about this one. Not necessarily surprised because it seems like a really obvious one, but almost impressed because I don't think this would have been my number one. But so many of you said drinking water water first thing oh my in the god day, wait, I need or to get drinking some. like up, a significant up, amount of water throughout the day shoddy is a neeny meeny money mo lover shoddy is a neeny meeny money mo lover but water our bodies are 60 percent water i think that's the number i think it's maybe 70 Okay, our bodies are, 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 very are a high. lot of water. There's a lot of water in us, okay? It's a very high percentage of water. And so it makes sense that we need a lot of water to keep all of our bodily systems working. It's not necessarily that water is like an entire system in your body, right? It's not like, oh, oh the water system. Prioritize your digestive health, prioritize your hormonal health. But by drinking water, you're supporting all all of those systems. When you drink water, it's delivering oxygen and delivering nutrients to your muscles. Like that is how a lot of things flow through your body. It regulates your body temperature. So it can really help with your physical performance for all of those reasons. Like it's going to keep you hydrated and energized. It's going to help you deliver oxygen. It's going to help prevent fatigue, prevent cramps. So that's on like a physical side of things. Having less dehydration and being hydrated also just overall, it's going to support better digestion, a stronger immune system hormonal health like it keeps all of these things 
going. It's also so good for your skin because water is going to keep your skin hydrated. So it seriously touches every single part of your body because water is constantly flowing through your body and making up so much of your body. And also, we like, how, how often do you drink a glass of water and you're like, oh, wow, that just took, like, added six years to my life. Like, that felt so good. If anyone tells you I don't like the taste of water, leave that. Like, if somebody needs to drink Mio in flag. their water, if you need to drop some Mio droplets in your water, which, like, look, I do love throwing it, some electrolytes in water. It serves a purpose. Lemonade electrolytes, But if you can't like drink a good old glass love. of plain water, like, maybe work on yourself. Maybe that's maybe that's something that to work is on. The non-negotiable that you need to start <laughs> is a plain glass of water in the morning. Kick your day off. Like, oh, sorry, I don't like the I don't like the taste of water. Just it's not for me. What do you mean? It is the only it's beverage that was actually made for you. <laughs> <laughs> By drink water, we mean take a glass out of the cupboard and pour tap water if your tap water is safe to drink <laughs> into the glass and drink that. Or have like a water bottle the, and because drink it throughout the day. Because I scrolled TikTok and someone, sometimes I get these videos and it's like, oh, make my water of the day. And it's like, I'm going to do half a pack of like Starburst water flavoring what? and half a pack of like Jolly Rancher water <gasps> flavoring and half. And they're like making these waters. And yes, it's water, but also like, why are we putting seven different packets of like sugar and citric yeah. acid in our, in like Red 40 in our waters to, yeah. so you can drink it? Like, drink it. Oh, glass so of water. I have some sort of electrolyte pack most days of my life. And I understand the water, it tastes great, especially if it's like a little salty. If you got the electrolytes and you can taste it and you're like, this is hydrating my body right now. It feels good. But if you're always putting Mio drops or water flavoring or whatever it is in your water, obviously you're getting the hydration, but you're priming your body and your brain to like need the sweetness and need the sugar. And I don't necessarily think that that's a good thing because I think it's creating a huge habit of needing everything to be overly sweet. And like, it takes your body out of the natural zone of just like water. Like yeah. You just need water. We don't need sugar. So like, obviously a, a, like a sweet drink and stuff is super appreciated and like a nice thing sometimes. But I would likely advise against making that the only way that you can drink water. Yeah, something to, something to think about. Something to think, something about. think about. I do love water, though. <laughs> Another very popular answer, and one that you guys would obviously expect from us, as a healthy lifestyle non-negotiable, is working out. Because as much as a healthy lifestyle, at the end of the day, like we said, it's about your activity levels, and you can do that with a walk. You can do that by just being more active and getting outside and getting in nature every day. It really takes it to another level if you can dedicate time to working out and one of you said using that as my physical and mental me time I really really loved that that's how I like to look at it too because it's really easy to look at a workout as like oh it's a task it's hard to do it's something that like I have to do every day but like no you're just there vibing yeah and we're honestly we're so lucky that we're we're capable of doing that and like you're capable of pushing your body and seeing where it can go and like keeping it healthy and there are so many short-term and long-term benefits of having a strong body, like the, like having solid muscle on your body, having good cardio health and having endurance, like those things, it, they just make you so much more capable in life and you feel so much stronger and you feel like you can actually like take control of your life and go do whatever you want versus like nobody wants to feel weak. 
So it's such an important next level thing. If you can build working out into your routine, whether that's three times a week, four times, five times, six times, whatever it's going to be for you, being able to commit to that is like literally going to make your life feel like it's on another level for so Mm -hmm. many reasons. Sleep, of course, non-negotiable. Again, the non-negotiables are usually the basic. Getting good sleep is game changer for absolutely everything, for brain function, for energy you need to be rested for letting your muscles recoup and repair blah 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 for information retention low-key if you're in school if you're studying or just like need something to do if you maybe not take this every single time but if given the chance of like oh it's midnight i could keep studying for another two hours and then wake up at the ass crack of dawn and like go to my exam or I could let this shit marinate in my brain let it absorb and then wake up and be rested. Like, choose the absorption, you know? Yeah. Because when you sacrifice your sleep to, like, cram more information in, where do you think it's going? Your brain is slowly shutting down as yep. as you're trying to do that. You got to get the rest yeah. and recuperation for so many things. One, to have energy to keep going when you wake up. And two, to let things work their magic, whether yeah. that be information, like, soaking into your brain or it's your muscles repairing and you know, fixing all the little micro tears you didn't, you made when you were working out. You can feel overall so strong in your life. Like, okay, taking my own life, for example, I've been working out for years. I've been active my whole life. Like I consider myself to be a very fit person. If I don't get good sleep though, I can feel so weak. My physical capabilities Boy, are do we so all know down, it too. <laughs> are so down. Like I could struggle to run a mile, which typically would be easy for me. Whereas other days I can... I'll go five to 10 and I'll feel great. Like it's, it's different on different days or I can go rip a certain number of pull-ups and then some days <laughs> rip a certain number. Of <laughs> and then some days doing one or two is going to feel, make me feel really weak. And it's like my overall strength and capabilities didn't change overnight, but my body's energy levels and how much I'm fueling it have. And that, hugely comes down to sleep I think sleep and hydration together are two things that fuel all the other systems in your body because again it is not like you're being scored on your sleep itself the way the same way that you might be on like how far you can run or how fast you can run or or your grades in school but sleep affects those things Mm -hmm. so heavily sleep regulates your hormones it helps your digestive system like if you notice your your appetite is going to be so wonky if you don't get good sleep your adrenaline levels and hormone levels are going to be so out of whack if you don't get good sleep that affects your mood it affects your energy and then your energy and your mood spill into everything else in your life whether it's your physical health or whether it's how you're performing in school or working or whether it's how you treat other people right? You're tired and then you can't hold a good conversation. You don't act like yourself. You're probably more irritable. It spills into everything. So sleep is a huge, huge non-negotiable. Then when you wake up, another non-negotiable that people had is eating breakfast. And I'm going to let Caroline take this one because she, we have different habits. She's a breakfast lover and I'm not yeah and so obviously everybody's bodies react differently but I just know that from times in my life where I was not consistently eating breakfast like I would wait a long time to eat the first thing versus now when I much more often eat something to start my day like within the first if there is not an empty cereal bowl in the sink or dishwasher by the time time I wait by the time 
within 10 minutes of Karen wake up, waking up, something is truly <laughs> off. Eating breakfast, it's an easy thing to skip, whether you think it's better for you for health reasons to not have breakfast or whether it's just a convenience thing, like you're rushing, you don't feel that hungry in the morning. But breakfast regulates your appetite so much. It helps regulate your hormones. And it, one, is going to prevent a lot more overeating later in the day, but also it just fuels your morning and, like, starts your day on a really good note if you can get some new like good nutrients in your body and like have a healthy breakfast in the morning it stabilizes your blood sugar levels which in turn contributes to your energy levels and your mood it's going to kickstart some digestion in the morning as well as like I think it can mentally put you at ease a little bit too at least in my experience to like have like a slow moment put something good in your body at the beginning of the day and then feel like you're ready to go rather than just rushing into it it also should be noted that especially for women it's really important to have food before you have caffeine for those hormone levels and blood sugar levels like if you just put caffeine like in your a body fat on an empty spike. stomach yeah it in the hormonal health space has been brought up a lot recently about how that is not great for your body. So there's just a lot of reasons that eating breakfast is great for you. And it doesn't mean that you have to have a big breakfast if you're not someone that's hungry in the morning, but maybe finding something that gives you some nutrients, maybe gives you some protein, gives you some fiber, even if it's like, you know, I'm having a banana with peanut butter. I'm having an apple. Maybe it's a Kodiak freezer waffle versus going to Starbucks and picking up a uh, I got those Whatever in the freezer gonna, and I gotta eat some. Oh my yeah, God. No. But you a piece know, of sourdough maybe it's toast not toast going today. to Dunkin' Donuts and getting a coffee and like, oh, now I'm suddenly hungry. I'm going to get like a cheese croissant on the side or something like that. You know, maybe it's proactively. Where are you getting these I examples? I know, because I see, I show up to class at 8 a.m. and 9 a.m. sometimes and I see people <laughs> like someone? having convenient, quick things. Yeah. So I'm like, you could have very easily put something like more nutritious in a your yogurt body at home. Exactly. A yogurt cup. A yogurt cup. Um, a drinkable smoothie, like things. Someone like, did bring like a Bob's Red Mill oat thing to my eight AM the other day, and like had it mixed up. I was like, oh, oh fun choice. All right, so those are the biggest healthy lifestyle non-negotiables. The most common ones that you guys submit that also resonate with what we like in our lives and what we feel like supports our lives. So hopefully, by breaking those down, <gasps> you guys can see. Like, I just read one that I really, really like. Can I say it first when we get no, into this? After, list? after. So hopefully if you're listening to this and you do these things, now you understand a little bit more about why they're so good for you and why they make you feel good. And like they can motivate you to continue supporting yourself with these things. And maybe it sparked some inspiration for you to pick one or two of these up if you don't feel like you're already implementing them in your lives. Then obviously, because we got so many great submissions from you guys, there are plenty of others that were a little bit more person specific or maybe a little bit less keystone habit but also great considerations for healthy lifestyle habits that you might want to have in your life even if they might not be non-negotiable for every single person and so we want to take some time to talk through those as well yeah part of a healthy lifestyle is like it's customized it's customized customizable you know maybe you like i said i can't cannot hold a nighttime routine for shit maybe that's what you love you know and you eat it up and that's your like that's your time to try new things like explore and like that's the meditation aspect of it. Everyone has their own little things that they're interested in. Maybe it's the like tart cherry juice. You just like, you just enjoy doing it. Yeah. So the first one that really impressed me and that could almost be a non-negotiable of its own and could be a non-negotiable for you is to protect your time and be able to say no to people sometimes and set boundaries. It's so important. Like we all want to make the most of our time, but sometimes it, 
sometimes you may have said yes to something and it sounded great in the moment but now when it's coming up you're like wow I'm really really tired I actually feel like I need to prioritize my sleep instead of going out tonight or maybe you have other work that you have to do and you have to say no or maybe it's just not feeling like you have to say yes to everything and this isn't saying like oh protect your energy so much say no to everything never make plans but it's like thinking about your time and allocating your time into the most valuable things for you and that can be social things a lot of the time that is social things but it's also making sure that you know that you can say no when something isn't actually going to be the best for you someone wrote in making Saturdays my solo days I love this I love this. Taking a full, of course, like taking moments to yourself, but taking days to yourself where it's maybe you go get a coffee or you go on a really long walk or, you know, you spend a little extra time at the gym or you go shopping or you run errands or you clean your room and do your laundry and you just like have, you know, shut out the world and it's just your your solo time. So, so sick. Yeah. And honestly, I feel like a Saturday is a good yeah, a good day is. for that. I know we just talked to Julie Lawton on our last podcast episode and she, her ideal day was a Saturday and you know, it was like, wake up, do her, do her morning routine things, go to the gym, meet up with friends, like get lunch, do all these things, like then go for a walk on her own and then she'll yeah. meet up with her friends again and like do, do a dinner thing and like hang out at night. So many really good pockets of like alone time, which yeah. is of course being with friends is rejuvenating but also being alone is rejuvenating and gets you to get things done yeah you know i must say like i haven't done my laundry until three weeks because really? every yeah yeah hate to admit it but um <laughs> but that's what that's what we're rocking with i fucking love cleaning love yeah. love to clean and that's also just time like put on noise canceling headphones and clean and you zone out and you're like oh therapeutic mm love to love it that's what like a saturday solo day is whether it's put on headphones go for a walk go get a coffee like go do your things run errands shop just like dilly dally do your oh hang out with yourself such a fun time yeah never never a dull moment when you're hanging out with yourself truly but i think especially when it's allocated time to that because you like have other responsibilities and you have social things in your life it's definitely not like you want all of your time to be solo time because then it kind of loses its don't isolate yourself then you might feel a little lonely but if you dedicate specific times to yourself, it makes it so special and it makes it like so rejuvenating. Like Kevin said, Saturday is a great day for it because you can take the whole day, do all of that, and you can still make dinner plans or social plans at night if you want to. And it doesn't take away from the whole day you were able to have with yourself too. So you can still do a little both if you want to. Some other ones are speaking kindly to myself where that's like doing affirmations, just being like, ah, good job guys. I did this um, in a group. I like a group project and we put a lot of work into our project and we ended up getting the highest grade nice. in the class. Yeah, I know. We got a 93 in the other, I think the mean was like, and I texted cause I was only submitted for our group. So I got the grade back and I was like, we got a 93, like looks like it was the highest in the, cra- in the class. Like nice job guys. And a couple of times before that, I've been verbal about like, Oh, good job guys. Like good work. Even if we like had a, a couple challenging discussions of like, we're trying to f- align on a topic and yeah. like, it was a really productive conversation, but it was like, a difficult conversation almost and I was like all right this was like this is great conversation like nice job guys and I've been kind of conscious about saying that one because like other people it's nice when other people hear it but two just like for my own yeah reiteration of like this was this was good work like nice job us but also like nice job me like I'm proud of the effort that I put into this yeah speaking kindly to yourself in whatever capacity maybe it doesn't have to be a formal like sit down in the mirror and like chant affirmations to yourself <laughs> like you don't have to do all that yeah if you don't want to 
but it's just a good habit to get into yeah. of just like being nice to yourself yeah. and a few others that we really loved are surrounding yourself with good people planning a weekly grocery shop and planning out your meals that's so fun to do and it's gonna like set you up for a great week exercising outdoors which goes right into the daily walk and getting outside in nature reading before bed and a lot of you guys also said vegetables every day or fruit and veggies every day we didn't talk too much about nutrition as a keystone habit there's a lot of different ways that you can manifest good nutrition in your life and you guys had great ideas about that as well so many of you mentioned an 80 20 balanced approach to nutrition and so many of you also said trying to get protein in at least two of your meals a day, hopefully all three, trying to get veggies and fruits every day. So those were all also very impressive, very great habits to be thinking about as well. And again, these are people's non-negotiables and we kind of pulled the ones that we thought were applicable to to everyone. Um, so take inspiration from some of these or if you have ones that weren't on this list, like they're still rock with those as your non-negotiable habits because yeah. that's your thing. Well, and any healthy habit, any healthy habit that you have is going to be healthy and beneficial for you, regardless of if other people have that yeah. and regardless of if other people have that as like their main habit. Not yeah. every habit that you do has to be a main habit, nor does it have to be an everyday thing. You could it could be a once a week thing. It could be a once a month thing. It could be something that you're interested in and you do pretty rarely. But when you do do it, you're like, this was this was great and it really served a purpose and like. I can't wait till I yeah. do it the next time in six months. If you're listening on Spotify, we'll open up the question box that we can put on Spotify so that if you guys have any other things that we missed and you want to share, we can publish your answers so you can see it on Spotify as well. If you heard one of these and you're like, yes, that has helped my life so much, let us know about that as well. Uh, that'll just be fun. We can share your answers so you guys can read each other's responses as well. Whether you're listening on Spotify or Apple or Amazon or anywhere else, make sure you're following the show so that you see our episodes every week. Leave a review if you feel inclined. We always appreciate that. And we just appreciate you guys being here in general. We love you and we'll see you next Monday. Bye. Bye.